Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. much every salon owner can relate to this on some level so let me know if you can it is nearly Christmas time and every client that you ever looked after at some point wants to come in in those three weeks in the lead up to Christmas like it's super stressful um, I remember wanting to sell my salon at Christmas time I would I would swear and declare to myself I'm never going to be on the floor again by this time next year I will be off I hated Christmas I kind of loved it like I loved the buzz and I loved my clients but I hated the stress you know clients are booked back to back they're squished up we're running out of chairs and the team uh, double book they run late life gets messy the salon gets messy the team get cranky so today I'm sharing my Christmas countdown. I'm doing 12 weeks till Christmas countdown in the Salon Owners Collective Facebook group. It's the free group and every week on a Monday morning I am there talking about the 12 different things that you need to be doing so you're organized for Christmas and you're not feeling stressed and strained and I'm stepping you through week by week. So I'm going to tell you how much to make the how to make the most of the busy season without going insane or your team going insane. And uh, I'm chatting about the best Christmas party ideas, how to manage your open hours, your bookings and your rosters, coming up with a few fun ideas. So each week I've got something new, especially when you have to do it every year. Let's get a system and a process in place so you know what to do, when to do it, and let's remove all the stress and worry. All right, so let's dive in. I'm going to share some of my tips that I have covered in the last two weeks already. So week 11, I covered uh, the Christmas party. So let's talk a little bit about that now. Um, the things that you need to think about to arrange your Christmas party. Now, I do have... Um, I do have an ideas vault for you. So if you haven't already, I encourage you to download it. I, it's completely free and it is a collection all of all of my best ideas and best Christmas parties that I've either uh, run for my salon, experienced myself or the salon owners that I work with have done. And so I want you to get your hands on it. I'm going to leave the link to the ideas vault uh, on the podcast page. So jump in and get that. Okay, let's talk about some great ideas. The first one is getting out and about. I think there's nothing better than getting out in your local area or even traveling somewhere further. We've done crazy things like going camping, um, going on a wine tour, uh, traveling down south, it's all sorts of things. But if you're budget dependent, sometimes it can be as simple as going on a team picnic. Now, don't over uh, estimate how sometimes a simple event 
uh, can be sometimes the most effective. You know, a massive uh, couple of big blankets under a tree next to a river with beautiful fine food. And when you when you do something really simple and stripped back like that, it's relaxing. People can get to know each other on a different level. Maybe it's one of those ones that you invite the families and you can spend a little bit more on, on the luxury food because you're not spending a lot on the actual event itself. So don't underestimate something really simple and stripped back like a team picnic. Another one is having a, you know, traveling out in style, having a party bus or a long limo. In Wellington here, we have this awesome bright pink stretch limo, which will just take you to the key points in the, in the city. And you know, as a local in your own city, you don't go to the destination points. You don't go to the tourist points. And so why not do that and enjoy some great food and wine along the way and plenty of laughs. Um, and you can choose a daytime event if you want to keep it a little bit more tame, or of course a nighttime event if you can, um, if you want to be standing up and hanging out the top of the limo, of course. So there's a, there's a, something to match everybody's style. The wine tour probably was one of my favorites. We were a smaller team then. I think there was just 11 in my team at that time. And we caught the train out and then we caught a bus to the wine tour and they, they traveled us around great wine tasting. Um, but of course you have to be a little bit careful if you've got a younger team that might not quite be the suitable thing to do. Um, so I hope it gives you some ideas for getting out and about and spending a day or an evening uh, in your own city and making the most of it. All right, um, what about some team building ideas? So a games night is a fun one, whether you do that at your house. Now, I did this uh, when I had a young baby, my first baby. It just felt big and stressful to uh, go out and create a big event and babysitters and all the rest. So I had a big party at uh, my house and we had a games night. We organized all sorts of crazy games and had lots of fun. And it meant that um, you know, my team really appreciated coming to my house and to be a little bit more connected. I think, you know, I had about 25 in my team at that time. Luckily, my house was rather, rather large and I could fit everybody in. But even just that, hosting people in my own home was uh, a great team building exercise. And we did lots of crazy games, you know, um, literally team building games. And uh, some of them included a few drinks, of course. You've got to have a little bit of fun, let loose. Uh, an amazing race. We had a, a huge amount of fun with Amazing Race. I think we had five teams and five cars traveling around Wellington and um, following um, cues and quizzes. And um, that was heaps of fun. And again, getting people to work together outside of the work environment really closes the connections of some of those relationships that might you know, need a little bit of TLC. Uh, it is a great team building. And we came off the back of that really feeling connected and together, stepping into the cray cray Christmas period, which um, we chose to have our Christmas parties in those two last two weeks of November, because there seems to be this little lull before uh, the Christmas cray cray period. And it was also good to bring our team together and connect at that point and then step into those three crazy weeks, um, feeling a bit, little bit more united. All right, uh, themed nights was the other one that were always, was always a huge hit for us. And whether it was a dress up, you know, having a themed dress up night and having a party at an event, at a location, or whether it was going and doing something like a murder mystery. When I was with uh, Timely, we did uh, Fear Factor. And that was a really great event because it was an organized uh, 
to it, if you will, through this really fearful, it was, it was so scary, but it was really interesting to see the different team dynamics of different people and who were brave and, and who was really scared. And it wasn't always who you thought, but again, another really good uh, team building exercise. My favorite though was awards nights and an awards night uh, allows you to really highlight some great work. Um, of people doing great things and uh, the pressure of course is on you as the owner to make sure that everybody gets a something and to find something great about everybody but you know that in itself is worthwhile to actually be able to gift awards to people and recognize people and you know it's just for them it's being seen for things that they don't think that you see you know, that, that you do recognize the good work that they do, even if it doesn't result in dollars and, you know, KPI type results, that you see them for who they are. And that stands for a lot. And in fact, in the last five years of uh, my business, we had so much success with the awards night that it became a thing. We couldn't step away from it. We had proper cups that would have engraved every year, employee of the year, um, all of those things. Um, uh, and we built in the theme nights to it. So we'd have an, a, a Hollywood night or whatever the theme was, and then we'd have our awards night built around that. So, and the other thing is it doesn't actually have to be hugely expensive to do something like that because the love and attention actually is in the awards, not in, you know, how much, how much you're spending on alcohol, for example. So I hope that that helps you, give you some ideas. And if you come into the Salon Owners Collective group and you check out the live broadcast that we did, some of the people that were live with me today um, actually shared some other great ideas, some really great ideas in the comments. So go and have a dig through it and, and see. And if you've got some great ideas, please come and find the post and share. That's why we call the Salon Owners Collective, so we can share from uh, each other's experiences. All right, <clears throat> what else? Uh, I just want to say, sometimes I know that people can get stressed out about the uh, Christmas party. And I want to say that if you're keeping 80% of your people happy 80% of the time, you are doing a good job. You're doing good. You can't keep all the people happy all of the time. And I know sometimes there are party poopers and people that want to throw a tantrum and say, I don't want to come. I can't come that time. I don't want to do... Uh, a murder mystery and moan and groan and I just want to give you some confidence to say you know stand strong don't let people push you around you're making the choice for the um, for the greater good of the team and you can't keep people happy all of the time make your best effort at doing something really great so you can show them that uh, that you appreciate them and if they don't appreciate it back then lift your chin up high, step forward and do it anyway and ignore as much as you can. Don't buy into the drama and just move on with confidence. Own it. Don't hit the tennis ball back, so to speak. Okay, so let's move on. On week 12, which was the week before last in the group, we talked about uh, getting your bookings ready for... Um, for the Christmas cray cray period. So let's dive into rosters, bookings and opening hours. Now again, I have this uh, action list for you. So if you haven't got it, make sure you click on the link that is in the show notes of this podcast and grab it. It's completely free 
And uh, sometimes it's really great to have a list in front of you to help you work through the steps and um, you know follow a checklist, so to speak. So let's step through what are the opportunities that you have in the lead up to Christmas. And the first one is to extend your opening hours. Now it doesn't actually take very many hours uh, of an extension for each team member to make a huge impact on sales. So not only have you got your regular clients to serve, but also there is this massive contingent of clients that are homeless, they don't have a regular salon, that need their hair and beauty services done and you want to capitalize on that. So have a chat to your team about, you know, only takes three, four and even five if you can stretch it, like five is quite a lot to add on to a full-time person, full-time person's uh, roster. So don't overcommit your staff, but you know, even just adding on three more hours and moving their hours around out of the regular. Now, if there's someone that normally does two late nights uh, a week, then ask them to do another. If they don't work on Monday, then switch your team around. Because one of the other challenges is that we often run out of space, especially on a Saturday. Now, if you've got a jam-packed salon on a Saturday during the year, it's going to be mental on uh, those three weeks of Christmas. So don't do it to yourself. What, ha what would happen if you split your team? Half of them work Saturday and the other half work Sunday. And if you work Sunday, you have the Saturday off. And if you work Saturday, you have the Sunday off. And you switch it the following week. So now you've got half the team on who are doubly as busy. You want um, Now your clients are going to have a better experience. Your team are going to have a better experience. Just make sure you've got enough support staff. Get an extra team member to work on, uh, to work on the Saturday or the Sunday so you're well supported because there's nothing worse than unsupported team members who are stressed and they don't serve your clients well. Did you know that the average client bill goes down at Christmas time. Do you know why? Because your team are not focused. They're stressed. They're not focused on serving the client properly and they're rushing through because they're worried about who's coming next and not wanting to run late. So split people's rosters, split the Saturdays, split the late nights. If they, you know, think outside the box. I used to have my team member work from two to eight. So they'd have all morning off and they would come and work in those busy, those busy high peak hours. And do the, would the odd one complain about doing extra late nights? Yes, but if I gave them extra mornings off, then they love that. They can do their own shopping. They can spend some quality time with the children, even though they need to get a babysitter tonight. Do you know, make it a win-win for both of you. Make it a win for the clients and make it a win for the team member. If your team member's working from 11 to 8, for example, imagine the next day that they came and just worked from, from nine till two. Now we would get our team out from, if they were finishing early, we would get them out of the salon by two or at, at the latest four o'clock. Do you know why? There's a massive influx that come in at four o'clock clients and the salon goes crazy. So get them the hell out. So you don't have this crossover of running out of chairs. Your team appreciate walking out the door at two, three or four o'clock in the afternoon and it makes up for staying late an extra night or working an extra Monday or working a Sunday. So make sure it's a win-win for everybody and maximize this time. It's only three weeks out of 52. All right, so I mentioned support staff. Make sure that you are employing and training support staff now. If you're going to be open extra hours, you're going to want to have extra support and it's going to be as doubly busy. So get them trained now, even if you only give them, you know, a couple of uh, over those three weeks, you know, and, and also it means that when you go into the new year and you've got team on holiday, uh, uni students, after school girls, college girls, you know, can come in and support you while your team have holidays. So think about it now because, you know, as you know, it takes a while to employ people and train them up. All right, we mustn't forget 
booking management. So think about uh, booking deposits. If you don't normally do it, maybe you want to do that now for, if you've got clients that are booking way in advance, taking up those really important spaces that your, your last minutes, start a cancellation list. Uh, so if people do cancel, uh, you've got somebody to call. Now, I would suggest putting a 24 or 48-hour cancellation policy and you, if you cancel within that 24 hours, you don't get your deposit back. Does that make sense? Because you want to have a show-up rate. And if, of course, they turn up, if they, if they cancel outside of that 24 hour, that 48 hours, well then obviously you've got the deposit for the next booking. But if they lose it, if they um, cancel within that 24 hours, and when they come and have their hair or beauty service done, then obviously that deposit goes towards that service for the day. So booking deposits and cancellation lists. The other one is get your lunch breaks into your appointment books now. Like get them organized because it means, you know, you can move lunch breaks around. You can slide it up or down, change the time, but at least everybody gets one and nobody misses out. And I would recommend stopping your staff meetings. Uh, we would have a staff meeting training session once a week for two and a half hours. But in December, we stopped doing that. And we increased our morning huddles from 10 minutes to 15 minutes every day so we could stay on top of the smooth running of the team. So get those things into the appointment book and into the calendar now so uh, it's not stressful later because you know it's going to um, book up sooner than later. All right, I hope that's helpful. And um, come into the group. Again, you'll find those lives in there. There's some great comments that other salon owners that have been sharing and did you know, now as of today when I record this, so I'm going to suggest we think that we have, you know, a few days to produce this and get this live. As of today, it is 86 days until, 86 days until 2020. So I'm going to go, it's roughly about 80 days by the time you hear this, 80 days or less. So if you don't want to have another year like you've had this year, crazy, and you've worked more, earned less, and you're holding all the balls, or maybe you've decided because, you know, this is what I would think every year at Christmas time, I'm never going to work this many hours on the floor again. <laughs> I just want to run my business. I don't want to be um, on the floor serving clients. If you're thinking like that and you want to be able to step into being the CEO of your business and run your business without taking a pay cut and in fact earning more, or you're really just starting to grow and build some momentum in your business and you want to make sure that you grow and scale your team effectively without burning out and have a really clear growth plan, then please reach out to me. This is exactly what I help salon owners do in my Freedom and Profit Full Immersion Coaching Program. So I want to invite you to come and chat to me. Don't leave it too late. Like, let's start talking about it now. Ditch the overwhelm, grow and scale a team, and without working more hours. And in fact, working less hours, less is more. I'm a huge advocate for that, doing the right thing and really stepping into becoming the CEO of your business. So if you're keen to talk about that, you have a team that is three, four, maybe you've got 10 in your team or even more, come and chat to me. I'm going to leave the link to chat with me in Messenger. You'll always find me in Messenger. Let's tell me a little bit about your business and let's see if I can help you step into becoming a CEO grow and scale your team in the year 2020. Can you believe it's the year 2020? I remember when I was younger and thought, oh my goodness, 2020 is so far away. I'm going to be so old when it's the year 2020. Of course, you're only as old as you feel, of course. 
Anyway, all right. That is a wrap. And of course, uh, make sure you come and join me if you're not already in the Salon Owners Collective Facebook group. It's a private group. It is free. And I'm live there every Monday morning talking about exactly these things. So if you want to come and hang out with me and chat with me live, uh, next week we are talking about preparing gift vouchers for your clients to uh, uh, purchase for loved ones and for their family, getting ahead of the game and really making the most. I'm inviting my freedom and profit coach, Eloise, to come and talk um, with me about that because um, she absolutely made a killing in her own business with these uh, strategies. So I invite you to come and join us. And I look forward to connecting with you on the podcast next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.